Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. This is a situation that I was in not too long ago. I was eating dinner, and I'd placed my drink down at the head of the table. You know, like... You were at the head of the table? At the head of the table. A power move. Yeah. Mm. You're sitting down in front of all the people that are not your underlings, but they might as well be just based <laughs> on their where their seat is at the table. So I get up to get food, and when I come back, my cup has been moved. Oh. Oof. They powered your power play. Yeah. This guy powered my power play. It's like a game of chess. My cup was moved. His stuff was put in my spot. Man. Oh, he like re- he uh-huh. moved into your home mm-hmm. completely. I didn't fight him. I didn't challenge him to any kind of. I would duel. love to. Yeah, a duel would be like kind of the thing. Yeah. That I would assume you would do. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to ask is what you guys would do in that situation. Because I think I think a duel would be cool, but mm-hmm. like not with like a normal weapon. I mean, it, it had because, to be something off the off the wall. You would run the risk of him understanding. And being a master of that weapon. So you would have mm-hmm. to choose something pretty random. I feel like if he's somebody that has the confidence to, and, you know, the, the knowledge of, of what uh, power the head of the table seat yeah. holds, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably a man knows the blade. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that, I feel like a sword's out of the question. Mace. Mace a could mace be good. Be, a mace would be good. Because you got to know the physics behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing's more manly than knowing physics. <laughs> <laughs> they, Famously, do, they do say as, that. As uh, Stephen Hawking once said. Um, well, nothing's topical. more manly than physics. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are yeah, other things Stephen Hawking probably said? Um, that child looks really good. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you have a private island. <laughs> Gosh, I hope nobody looks at these logs. <laughs> <laughs> you write our names down, Jeff. <laughs> There's not a better system for this. <laughs> We're going to track this whole thing. Throw that away. Throw that away. (laughs) (laughs) Delete. 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 He's not like a Doctor Who villain. (laughs) Do I try to just pull my chair up right beside his? At what point does you sitting in his lap become a power move? Mm, Versus just weird. (laughs) Versus just kind of gay. I think think you run the risk of a Santa Claus situation. (laughs) Where you sit in his lap and all of a sudden, you know, you're asking him for things. <laughs> and he still would he still be, holds the power. Would you would, would that be a temptation for you? <laughs> when you sit in another man's lap, you're like <laughs> just you start asking. asking. <laughs> you immediately feel like, okay, I feel like I should I feel like I should ask for something. <laughs> he seems to be in charge, you know? Yeah. I think what I should have tried looking back is when he goes to sit down, pull the chair out from under him. That's a good that one. I, were, you, were you there when you saw him sit down? Like a utter fool, I was already sitting in, in the seat that he moved me to. So, Oh, he was playing mind games with you. Yeah, yeah. Here's what you should have done. And I don't mean to act like I should be giving the advice here, but here's what you should have done. Don't move him out of your seat. Crawl behind him mm-hmm. while he's sitting there and just... <laughs> Between his back and the chair, you just sit in that spot. Perch atop him. And just slowly gravity will pull you <laughs> between the, you, him and the chair. <laughs> You're like, we're, your legs are weirdly straddling out the side of the chair. 
and he has the move because his back's now touching all your genitals. Oh. <laughs> He's like, this is too warm. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. you do. You wedge yourself between him and the chair. That's a good idea. And really, then it, it's like a mental game of chicken. You know, who's going to mm-hmm. get up first? Oh, I or I could have just brought a live chicken into the table and just seen how he reacted to that. Instead, yeah. instead of a mental game of chicken, we could have just had a... <laughs> Added a legitimate chicken. Well, you, you you challenge him with a chicken. You're like, did you bring your chicken? Uh-huh. Obviously, he didn't. He's not prepared. Well, yeah. What if he was, though? How, is, how insane. But what if he, you slap your chicken on the table, all of a sudden he slaps an even nicer chicken down the table. I mean, <sighs> just you like run a, that risk. A firm I think, chicken. I think I pull back my jacket where I've got eggs just lining my belt. <laughs> <laughs> He's come prepared. I've come for war. <laughs> I imagine you wearing like a duster like blade, mm-hmm. but yeah. instead of fighting demons, you just have <laughs> poultry items. I've got like a dead chicken tied up by its feet in, yeah. in the in the uh, coat of my duster. You don't have your hands through the arms of your duster. There's just little chicken feet that you're holding. <laughs> so it looks like your hands coming out That's of the right. sleeves. That's right. Like Zach, I don't want to sound like I know everything or I don't want to give you advice here, but I do think that mental warfare is stronger than physical warfare. Mm-hmm. So I would say you just get, you slap a piece of paper down in front of him and as he unfolds it, he realizes it's in the form of a Jeopardy board and then you have Katie or others around you uh, perform the role of Alex Trebek and then you go wit for wit in a game of Jeopardy to see at the end of the night who's going to get that chair. Um, I like it. I, I like it a lot. What if you lose to the game of Jeopardy that you created? Yeah. <laughs> he beats you on the <laughs> questions that you came up with. That would be tough. Um, let me ask you some leveling questions here. Do I have a third party make the board? Or do I make the board you myself? You make the board, yeah. Okay, okay. You have the upper hand, but okay. you also have a dreadful memory. So... <laughs> You have the memory yeah, of a goldfish. That's, that's tough. That's Are you still tough. dressed as Poultry Blade in this situation? Can we combine all of these? I think if that's if that's a wardrobe option, I need to be <laughs> taking it at all times. <laughs> and I got to say, yes, your short-term memory is mm-hmm. at a loss. Mm-hmm. Like you, It's mm-hmm. nowhere to be found. Your long-term memory is fine, though. Mm-hmm. So it's basically just a short-term memory. You better not have any questions on there that you need to have heard the answer within like five minutes. Yeah. yeah. But if I like heard him back in first grade, yeah, should be good to go. <laughs> good. <laughs> Who did little Timmy like? <laughs> <laughs> you know, questions that first graders know. Okay, what if you sat on the table directly in front of him? So he's you know, facing down the length of the table, you set your tush right on the table, mm-hmm. legs adjacent both ways to mm. him. He's looking right down the barrel, Gosh. you know? You talk about a power move. He's going to have to do mm-hmm. something. Well, tell me tell me this. Is it an obvious second place move if I go to the other end of the table to sit? Oh, I guess that was Because there's, there's still another end of the table, uh, yeah. but he's already taken my spot, so I'm just settling for the other yeah, end. It's a real beta move. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, really maybe, beta. maybe you just, it's kind of like a war situation. Like, you're not going to win every battle in mm-hmm. a war. Maybe he won that battle. Now you're going to have to come up with another battle at the end of the table. Maybe you don't chew your food and you just swallow it all. <laughs> it's a very power move. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he looks over, it's just you straining to get down a, down a piece of dry chicken. You're just vomiting. <laughs> on. Your, your face is like sweating and straining. <laughs> And then he's going to have to feel like he's going to have to do that, too, you know, to maybe mm-hmm. outplay you. In a war situation, should I conquer chairs around the table as I try and get back yeah, to my other chair? Yeah. Kind of like risk. Yes. Yes. Do you go up to people that die and just roll it right in front of them and be like, 
I, I beat you. I, they you know what's they, they they know what's going on when I bring the <laughs> when I bring the die over. But in that same vein of thought, what if you form a small army against him? Mm-hmm. Um, you recruit people to your side around the table. You're like, did you see what happened right there? That guy's kind of a dick, right? Yeah. Like we all hate this guy, right? And everybody forms up to take out this one guy at the head of the table. Evan's suggesting the most classic way: mm-hmm. band against him and murder him. Yes. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Correct. Classic dinner party. <laughs> What's the what's the personality of the kind of guy that I need on my side? It would have to be a guy that gets run over a lot. Yeah. You know, but he's also willing to do anything yeah. necessary. Which but, I think if there's a happy medium or a, there's a happy threshold there of a guy that has been run over and power played enough that he's willing to do anything. He's 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 about to snap. Mm. I got to okay. say I'm I'm kind of that guy. Yeah. Um, I mean, Evans <laughs> Evans Evans a bad day away from a school shooter. Like <laughs> I <laughs> Also a guy and probably a duster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, that's kind of where I'm at in my life right now. Uh, when you were describing it, I was kind of like, yeah, I'll check that box. I'll yeah. check that box, too. <laughs> this actually sounds a lot like me. Yeah, I think you just go for the next guy at the table with a duster. <laughs> you just look for the guy that probably looks like You look like for a... somebody with something, you know, some common ground there. Yeah. yeah. If he looks like an anime vampire, you go after that guy. Mm-hmm. He'll, he'll probably team up with you. How did how did it end? What was the final resolution that you came to? Just sat in a chair beside the guy and talked to him. It oh, was, okay. okay. Well, it was a fine conversation. It was a very <laughs> you, you can't beat him, join him situation. It was it was a fine conversation. Had a had a nice talk. Just didn't get the chair that I wanted. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Oh man. Well. Alan, you have showed us that you might be you might be a little bit of beta. You know, it's right okay. In front of your wife too, man. Yeah. You just let another man take your spot. I don't think I was showing her anything new. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, welcome to Questionable Detour, the home of the three most betas. <laughs> we will wilt. We will crumble at anyone that just speaks up and will apologize. <laughs> well, let's do some hypotheticals. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. All right, so for the hypothetical for today, we're going to talk about something that every a lot of people can relate to, and that's when you get that college roommate. We've been there. You know, you, you walk into this very small dorm room. It's got that kind of weirdly tall bed on one side of the room and has another one on the other side, and you start getting... Your side ready, and you're unpacking, and then all of a sudden, you hear the door handle jiggle. The door opens, and it's a stranger. You have no idea what this guy's about and who he is. How do y'all welcome him in to this dorm to make him feel at home, to make him feel welcome into what is y'all's dorm? Is this our first college roommate or just new year new roommate? Oh, freshman roommate. I mean, this is little 18-year-old Evan. Mm. Beardless, spry, twinkle in his eye, uh, life no. in his heart. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh man! The worst part about getting a new freshman roommate—you're nervous, uh, especially if you're going into it with someone you've never met before. Sure. The thing you got to do is you're fighting to get on common ground with a new person that you've never met. 
So you want to relate to them as quickly as possible. And you want to, you know, you want to kind of give them background on yourself so they can get to know you and you can get to know them. So the first thing I do, like you said, when they jiggle that handle... Uh, that makes it sound like they don't know how to use a doorknob. <laughs> I know. That sounds like, <laughs> like they're not turning and they're just like shaking it like they're shaking somebody's hand. That or it's just a really tricky door. <laughs> you got a bad door, but they finally managed to <laughs> swing it open. They look confused. Yeah. They're like, oh, that's how you do that. <laughs> they finally manage it. Uh, I'm sitting there under my bed. Oh, <laughs> With my box were, of trinkets. Were you afraid? Hmm? Like you were afraid of that when you jumped under the bed? I was exploring my space. Oh, okay. You yeah, know, yeah. it's new. Uh, you got to find all the were nooks you, and crannies. Were you Were you dressed up as like an 1800s explorer in Africa with like the weird double-sided <laughs> helmet? Yeah. Your name was Nigel. <laughs> and a machete. He's cutting wearing, down bamboo underneath my bed. <laughs> you're wearing just tan clothes. <laughs> just lots of khaki. Yeah. <laughs> and knee-high green socks. Yeah. Wool socks. With just leather boots. <laughs> you know those don't have the, those things don't have any arch support. <laughs> those are just, It's just a piece of rubber you're standing on. Yeah. So okay. So Nigel Evan. <laughs> Sure. The African continent explorer is under the bed. Of course. With my box of trinkets from just all the different, we'll call them adventures I've had sure, around absolutely. the world. We'll travel. Yeah. Just teeth from different places around the world. Teeth. Um, no, no. Straight no, no. toenail clippings. Alex, we can't. <laughs> huh? Before we dive into, uh, <laughs> dive into more in your trinket box, <laughs> right? I say we... If you're good with this, Zach, I yeah, say yeah. we hit them as you as you go. I would so like to explore these one at a time. Okay, teeth sure. from, from your around the world, around, around the world, the world. Yeah. your travels. Yeah, pretty you? self-explanatory. I don't know. I don't think it is. <laughs> Are you? The Did you harvest fairy? these yourself? Are you the tooth fairy? <laughs> Are you some Nigel explorer <laughs> with just you have those like fairy wings? I've been called the tooth fairy t- from different cultures. Mm-hmm. Uh, give us. Give what us are you, the, an urban legend? <laughs> Give us what they call you in Brazil. <laughs> Remember, they speak Portuguese, yeah, they right? Speak Portuguese. <laughs> Translated from por- Portuguese to English, they oh, call okay. me the White Devil. <laughs> <laughs> Loosely translated. So, so, okay, so now you look like Nigel, <laughs> the explorer. You have fairy wings <laughs> on your stupid double-sided helmet. You have like little devil horns. <laughs> No, uh, no, I, I'm a normal-looking guy. It's more metaphorical. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's more as how I'm perceived than uh-huh. what I look like. Okay. They think I have been stealing from their local tooth fairy, uh, and we've been at war for years. Of course that's true, but... There's no way those Evan and some like cracked-out homeless men are fighting in the street. <laughs> There's no way it's not that situation. We're in a battle over the young people's teeth. In the Brazilian, Brazilian, but nobody knows what you're fighting forest. about. <laughs> no, you're um, just fighting over people's teeth, and that's what makes it more noble. Is okay. that I'm fighting a fight that nobody's, you know, nobody knows mm-hmm. about. Yeah. They don't know what I'm going through on a day to day basis. Yeah. It's very good to be specific. It sounds like you didn't even really need to go to college. You had a whole thing going on. <laughs> what do you need a degree for? I. <laughs> So I ha- I have this this one avenue of revenue which is my my tooth fairy business but I always just wanted to be an interior decorator. Oh, okay. Um, Again, didn't need to, to be go a real life fairy. To be a real life fairy. <laughs> 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 okay, so 
you have teeth from around the world because you're stealing people's teeth, pretending to be a tooth fairy. Um, what's the second thing that you have in your box of trinkets? Toenail clippings. Um, okay, toenail clippings. So you're so it seems to be a trend of just mm-hmm. body parts, but not parts that are not not your mainstream parts. Not important parts, like parts that fall off. Yeah, not the stuff you need. Are you clipping people's toenails? If I have to. Are you like under tables? I am just sneaking a clip. Yeah, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I've am i scavenged uh, many a bathroom. You talk about catching somebody in a vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. They're on the toilet dropping off a load. Yeah, yeah. Evan, <laughs> in his Nigel the Thornberry costume, comes up under that... <laughs> comes up under that... Just going to uh, pop out of the, the bathroom from behind the shower curtain. <laughs> He comes up under that uh, the the stall <laughs> and starts clipping at your nails. <laughs> I don't think there's any more of a vulnerable position than that. Yeah, I'm not just clipping them straight. I'm not getting them straight from the source. Okay, always. Okay, I mean, I, when I'm say I'm trolling the floors, I'm looking for one that didn't make it in the the trash can or the wherever people are clipping their fingernails. Let me let me throw this one at you. Are you familiar with old people's toenails? You know how yeah. just they're crusty and. Oh, yeah. Yellow. Mm. Absolutely ancient looking. Yeah. Like they've been unearthed. <laughs> yeah. That's the good stuff. It looks like they okay. could unearth. Okay, yeah. so that's what I was going to ask. Yeah. Well, I'm a student of history. Uh-huh. Uh, I like to know kind of the story that the old people's toenails do you, tell. Do you date toenails like people date trees? I do. I carbon date them. Um <laughs> I've, I got one from World War II the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. You could have sold that on the black market for... I'm not even going to tell you how much. A lot of buyers? A lot of buyers. Um, all of them are me. <laughs> <laughs> just with different accounts? Just different. Just me logging into different accounts. And I'm always surprised to see the toenail I just put up there on. It's Evan selling one and White Devil's buying it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What's, your, what's the third trinket you have? Under the bed, dressed as Nigel Thornberry. That your roommate is now observing. No, you're right. Good things always come in threes, so there's yeah. one more. <laughs> hey, Alan, go to, he actually has the box of trinkets here. Do you want to look in that and see what else he has? Yeah, yeah. Let me let me, let me me look around in here. Oh, oh a lot, wow. A lot of teeth. A lot of teeth. You kind of have to really have to push past those. <laughs> <laughs> I would have thought Evan would have had it a little bit more organized. It is just kind of all here. loosey-goosey in there. But here it is. I think I found it. This is a dime bag. Just full of toe hair. Oh, wait, you didn't even leave the foot? (laughs) Just like like he just shaved hair off of a big toe. It's not marked as toe hair, so it's interesting that you immediately knew it was toe hair. I didn't know you were a man of science. (laughs) A man of class. I like to to think of myself as a learned man. (laughs) (laughs) Alan was going to have to explain how he knew that was toe hair, but go ahead and explain why you got kind of lazy. And you didn't really leave the foot. So a delicacy in Sudan is... (laughs) (laughs) Is the hair of men's toes. uh, Fashioned into a small but formidable eyebrow. So when men age, of course, they start to lose their hair. So do women. So where do you get hair that's sleek? Mm. fashionable maybe it's been near some athlete's foot that you can replace that with i found and sudan has also found that the answer to that it's the toe the toe, the toe hair <laughs> it's the toe hair so what do, what do they call the toe hair in sudan was it roughly translate to god's manna <laughs> oh, no. they, they, they take it very seriously there they love it they call it god's manna it's 
It's from the heavens, is what they say. <laughs> Not edible, it's, though. It's, no. fr- it's from the heavens, but closer to hell. Yeah. Well, it's from the foot. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're doing a handstand. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they do a lot of them there. That handstand. is a Sudanese thing, is yeah. what I hear. Sudanese people, national pastime is handstands. Okay. So okay. closer yeah, to God they, is what they, they do. Say. They do 5Ks on their hands instead of on their feet. Did oh, you exactly. know that? Did you know? I, I, did, I did not know. Hmm. So how do how do all of these things help your new roommate feel welcome? They're getting to know who I am, uh, sure. the things I care about, the things I put my passion and my time into, because it takes up literally all of my time. Yeah. to yeah. harvest these things. You're mm-hmm. up at night. They're yeah. trying to sleep. You have your your light on mm-hmm. over that side, just shuffling through, <laughs> sorting through teeth, toenails, <laughs> and toe hair, just tinkering <laughs> in my box. Tinkering in my box of trinkets. It's light. They're trying to go to sleep. They hear like power tools. <laughs> they hear the, the saws and hammers and screwdrivers. They look over and it's just, and they just see Evan looking back at them. <laughs> they don't <laughs> see any power tools. They just hear it. It's like 2 a.m. He sees me under my desk light. I have a green transparent visor. Yeah. I'm on the phone <laughs> yelling in Mandarin. <laughs> 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 trying to get that deal done. <laughs> You are more well-traveled than I think I would yeah, have pegged you for. you know, you learn something new every day. I, I like to surprise people, you know? I'm like a roommate, Phil. Very welcome. <laughs> Just Evan dressed as an old-school explorer, selling gross body parts on the black market. Love it. <laughs> You're going to have a roommate for a semester. <laughs> It'd be a quick transfer, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <sighs> All right, Alan. All right. So when I'm getting a new roommate, first time in college, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to try and make it to the dorm first. You know, I want to be able to prepare the space for him before he gets there. And the space that I want to create is a Texas roadhouse in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what we like to call, fans call the the golden era of Texas Roadhouse. Mm -hmm. Because you could still throw peanut shells on the floor. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean, that's probably the closest thing to home away from home that I think any Mm -hmm. of us have ever felt. Um, And I want to bring that to my new roommate. So before he gets in there, I come in there and I just scatter peanut shells everywhere. Yeah, okay. You know, I, I want it to be covered to ankle deep <laughs> in peanut shells. Have you eaten all these peanuts? I, I've eaten a lot of peanuts. <laughs> you, you can't just buy the shells. No, it's weird. You have to yeah. buy the peanuts in some serious bulk. Yeah. So I've had, had to eat all these peanuts and then shell them out all over the ground. Thousands, Which is weird. Thousands of peanuts. Because they do sell just the nut from the peanut, so you yes. would think that they would sell the shell. Where are the, where are the, the rest of the shells going? Exactly. They're, are they just throwing those away? Is this a conspiracy podcast all of a sudden? We need to bring... The, the earth is flat, and they <laughs> are taking our shells. We're bringing big peanut down. <laughs> Somebody get planners on the phone. <laughs> So, you know, you said you wanted to make this like a Texas Roadhouse mm-hmm. or the, the one-star man's five-star restaurant. That's right. That's right. As I, as I like to call it. <laughs> a place <laughs> where the rolls are buttered and your belly's full. That's right. Godly. Uh, Texas Roadhouse. Come on now. If They should sponsor us. You've been supporting trailer parks for this long. Support <laughs> us. <laughs> So you have shells, peanut shells, all over the ground. Do you have those weird drawings of scantily clad cigarette bombs on the, the wall, too? 
like the paintings, you know how Texas yeah, Roadhouse has yeah. them. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a weirdly proportioned Dolly Parton, <laughs> <laughs> which is already weirdly, which proportioned. is already weirdly proportioned in general. <laughs> um, but yeah, she's up there next to next to her on the mural is like probably Dale Earnhardt Senior yeah, sitting right next to Willie Nelson. Yeah, next to Willie Nelson. So it's a it's a Mount Rushmore um, <laughs> situation. So you've got Dolly, you've got Dale Senior, you've got Willie Nelson, and then like a rebel flag, like <laughs> <laughs> just a flag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a just a flag. So you've got, you I mean you've got the big three or big four? You yeah. know, <laughs> now that's that's covering you know my wall into his sure yeah. um, because I mean he's he's gonna have to gonna have to really understand that that's how the semester is gonna mm-hmm. gonna go and you want you want to set the precedent early pretty early yeah. you don't want to get halfway through the semester and then all of a sudden you know spring this this new design choice on him <laughs> <laughs> but also if he walks in and he sees a blank wall that's just gonna break his immersion yeah what if he like what if he's the kind of guy that would want to just put like a a Reservoir Dogs poster on the wall, like every other college student. Yeah. Like that's so overplayed. Like we don't, we don't want that here. Take your Saturdays are for the boys sign down. Yeah, right. Like you see that wall where you have that Saturdays are for the boys sign. You know what's going to be there? A poorly painted picture of a bunch of animals playing poker. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Just like Texas Roadhouse. Sort of a play on the dogs playing poker, yeah. but you've just got just like a zoo playing poker. Yeah, just <laughs> animals smoking cigarettes. Now, do you, do you make him check in? Do you make him say party <laughs> for one as he enters this this room? Yeah, so when he when he walks in, there's, there's actually a really large barrel that he has to walk up to. <laughs> it says, sign says, please wait. <laughs> I come out in a wig. You look like a cigarette mom. Like, I, like a I, I'm dressed like a cigarette mom. <laughs> Smell like it, too. Yeah. I've got a, a lit cigarette in my ear. <laughs> you tell him you've been pulling a double to support your five kids. And I'm not here for any of his games. Yeah. <laughs> you, call him, you call him honey. I've been around the block a time or two, and I know a thing or two. <laughs> I look him up and down, and I say, party of one, all right. <laughs> I know this guy's not meeting anybody here. <laughs> So I show him to his bed. Come on, honey. <laughs> Come on, let me show you to your table. <laughs> Follow me. <laughs> I'll go get your rolls. <laughs> you want rolls? Of course you do. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> you take his order and stuff. Like it's, it's yeah. We're playing this out like the whole. Yeah, thing yeah. I I I take his order and then I just go back and sit down on my bed. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Immersion complete. Yeah. I think it's something that we do have to kind of keep up throughout the uh, school year, though. Mm-hmm. Once you go that far, I don't. I don't think there's any coming back from that with no. your roommate. You I have mean. a Texas Roadhouse to keep. Mm-hmm. So every time you walk back in, he's already in the room. You're coming back from class, and he's like, "Where's my food?" You're like, "The cook staff's a little behind schedule. <laughs> They're a little bogged down back there, honey. It's like a Saturday night in here." <laughs> <laughs> and that's every time you come back from yeah. class. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out and grab something to eat. You want to come? No, <laughs> I'm not on break for another hour. <laughs> I'm pulling a triple. <laughs> My kids gotta go to the orthodontist. <laughs> Those kids aren't going to the orthodontist. <laughs> There's nothing more welcoming than a Texas Roadhouse, where you can get a just okay steak, but fantastic rolls. The rolls are the reason you go. Yeah, I mean, and it wasn't at one point. It was the peanuts, but. Yeah. We lost a we lost a lot as a country, I think, when that happened. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was I, like that. I think Obama shortly after. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we look back into history, we go, "When was the fall 
of the United States. When did it start? It's gonna be. It's gonna be when mm-hmm. Texas Roadhouse stopped letting you throw peanuts on the ground. Yeah, yeah. We hollowed out what made us Americans with that. Well, here's the thing about being welcoming and being hospitable, I, and I think it's always a good trait to have. And here's what you need to do to be hospitable to your new roommate. That is, he man, he's also nervous. You know, he's away from his family, away from his friends, away from the people he loves. Why? Why does he have to be away from the people he loves? Away from his family. Here's what I would do. And if I could do it all over again, this this is what I would do. I would figure out everybody he loves, who he loves, who he's close with. I would I would know his his connections and relationships intimately. It's <laughs> a weird word. Mm-hmm. I regret using that word. <laughs> I'm with you so far. Okay. <laughs> Evan likes it. And and what I would do is I would recreate all of them as scarecrows mm. to just leave in the room as he enters. I won't be in there because. Again, I'm a stranger, and I'm trying to create an atmosphere mm-hmm. of com- comfortability. So when he jiggles that handle like he's shaking somebody's hand, <laughs> and he finally gets the door open, just by chance, because he didn't do it skillfully, <laughs> he's going to open that door, <laughs> and just there's going to be just pants and shirts filled with straw. <laughs> with, like, not even... <laughs> Not even good pictures. Just like Facebook profile pictures <laughs> that I found and have like really blown up. So they're just like grainy. Grainy. Yeah. <laughs> like you printed on a printer from the 1920s. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like it's like an old printer. And it's just like pictures of his mom and his dad sitting there smiling. And like the scarecrow has its arms around each other. <laughs> and just like, just maybe his best friend from childhood who he didn't have a good relationship mm-hmm. after high school they fell apart yeah he's he's there like also but his facebook wasn't updated since like 10 years ago so it's like an old <laughs> picture of him as a chubby 10 year old girlfriend he was dating at the time oh, but then yeah. passed away yeah. oh <laughs> car accident yeah yeah car accident yeah um i put a little steering wheel on her <laughs> on her uh, scarecrow but you like made her legs kind of wonky <laughs> Pointing in different directions like a compass. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you talk about feeling the love <laughs> as you see your <laughs> as you see your family dog that died. <laughs> Just a picture of him on a human body. <laughs> what? I don't really understand anatomy. <laughs> Just pinned up on a stake in a room. <laughs> Why stop there? Why don't just make a scarecrow for the college dean? Have yeah. him ha- have him greet you in the room. People he will know going yeah. forward. Yeah. I'll be like, I'll introduce him. It'll be like a practice thing. Be like, this is somebody I want you to meet as a scarecrow. He, you know, maybe he can practice. You know, meeting mm-hmm. him. So come game time. Yeah, he already he's he's ready for it. He's prepared. He's um he's practiced going into that. So I know you said you're not going to be in the room. Whenever he first enters, so that he gets, you know, he sees his people he knows first. Yeah. At what point do you come in the room, and what do you do when you do come in the room? I see. The trick is, I've always been in the room. I was uh, in his mom's scarecrow. <laughs> I was his mom's scarecrow, and I will start moving it, <laughs> of course, in like really high pitched voice, like, "Hey, Timothy, <laughs> welcome to your college dorm." <laughs> I'll sound like a muppet. <laughs> And he's like, Mom, what are you doing here? Oh, he, he gets tricked. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, this is obviously my mom. <laughs> mom, I thought you, I saw you left with Dad. 
I really love your new roommate. He's a handsome boy. I'm leaving your father for him. We were getting a divorce. <laughs> and then like I break apart their family. <laughs> <laughs> it's your fault. <laughs> you caused this. You were born and we are never the same again. <laughs> you know, and maybe I uh, jump from, may, and maybe I don't only act as his mother. I will jump from scarecrow to scarecrow. To the point he doesn't even realize he has a roommate. He just <laughs> he just thinks all the people from his life are just in his room with him all the time. <laughs> but mostly still and lifeless. You don't get a lot of work done, <laughs> do you? <laughs> just a, a, a family member or loved one comes to life every once in a while. Tell me about how you day. act like the, the family dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go back to that and unpack yeah, that. The dog face on the human body, it's confusing. Uh, it's it's simple. I You know, all fours. Mm-hmm. You know, I do some barks. Chew on some shoes. You ever follow the class? <laughs> <laughs> Let him take you on walks. <laughs> <laughs> I have followed the class. He's like, no, go home, Frodo. Go home. And it's just me and a... <laughs> It's just me and a scarecrow, co- uh, just clothes, just normal clothes, but has like straw coming out of everywhere. I have a dog picture on the my head, and but course, not a picture of his real dog. Like it's like a clip art picture of a yeah. dog, <laughs> a drawing. Yeah. But of course, the dorm doesn't allow pets sure. in the dorm, so he gets fined. Yeah, he gets fined. You get kicked out uh, as a dog in the straw costume. You have to fight your way back in. Who am I fighting? The Everyone. dorm, dorm, dorm mom. You yeah. know, <laughs> the RA. <laughs> Yeah, so do you ever, are you ever not in, in straw? Are you no, this, spending the whole semester in this straw? This is my life now. I'm going uh, tens tens of thousands of dollars in debt. Straw I, debt. I didn't get any scholarships. How expensive do you think <laughs> yeah. straw is? No. You're single-handedly <laughs> no, no, no. supplying no, the, no, straw the straw industry? Very cheap. The straw, perfectly reasonable. A college education, on the other hand, very Uh. expensive. And I'm not going to class because I am now fully committed to being every one of this guy's loved ones as a scarecrow. So I'm going tens of thousands of dollars in debt. So are you you hoping to just that he'll eventually just take you in as part of his family? I expect him to take me in almost immediately. Okay. My only goal here is to make him feel welcomed. Have you thought of the rashes <laughs> of being in straw 24-7 will cause yeah, you? Yeah, it's going to be an issue when I do finally meet him as a roommate because I will come out in just underwear. Yeah. <laughs> now, when I say come out, I mean of one of his family members. Like right. It'll be like an alien situation where uh-huh. it's like... <laughs> <laughs> And I'm just, just crawling just out, chest crawling at the ground. And I will look like an alien because of all the rashes. <laughs> yeah. And because it's so, I will be wet because it's so sweaty. <laughs> you know, the hair is falling out because I haven't seen the sun, so vitamin D deficient. I'll be like, hey, I'm Zach. You're, I'm your new roommate. <laughs> After I just came out of grandma. <laughs> How'd you like the straw thing? <laughs> Yeah. It's like November. <laughs> it's been months. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, I literally can't think of anything more welcoming than that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm on board with it, I think. What else do you need? So I mean, if you're getting a new roommate, maybe this uh is coming up year. Yeah. Listen, here y'all don't have to do it. This is not advice. If y'all want to follow in the footsteps of greatness, you can do what Evan does and collect human body, but not like I normal mean, body part. Just like Gross. Yeah, collect it's not the deep weird. cuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not weird. You could do like Alan and recreate a middle of the road steakhouse, <laughs> <laughs> or you could do like me and just 
we create every family member and loved one that they have into a horror show? (laughs) 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 But there's what we do if we were to ever get a college roommate. So just like I was saying just a second ago, uh, I need to pay for college. I've spent thousands of dollars, you know, going to college, but actually going to college. So we need money for the podcast. So let's do some ads. Want a break from the ads? No! Hey, Alan, man, this food was excellent. My belly's full, but you know what's empty? My heart. Is this ever you? (laughs) Do you ever eat a full meal at a fancy five-star restaurant and you just feel like it didn't fill you up at all? Well, here at Love Me Tenders, we'll serve you (laughs) just an array and a smorgasbord of different foods, largely chicken tenders, but we'll also fill that hole in your heart. Are you needing the touch of a man <laughs> in his late 20s to just really fill the void that food leaves between the order and the getting t- in front of you on a plate? Well, here at Love Me Tenders, we take care of that and we take care of you. That's right, baby. We take care of you. So come on down to Love Me Tenders and get a sloppy kiss and a great meal. Is your belly full? Is your heart empty? Well, this episode is brought to you by Love Me Tenders. Here at Love Me Tenders, we'll serve you a wide variety of chicken tenders. And it's just chicken. There's nothing else. So don't ask. And that will fill your belly. But if your heart needs to be filled, you will also be borderline sexually assaulted by one of our (laughs) waiters. He'll, He'll touch your thighs. He'll give you a sloppy, wet kiss at the end of the night. Maybe he'll come up behind you and whisper sweet little nothings into your ear. Is there a place on your body that has never been touched? He'll touch it. (laughs) No problem. So fill your belly. So fill your belly and fill your heart. Come to Love Me Tenders. Do you think you could win in a fight against Lee Harvey Oswald? Have you ever just wanted to take a shot at Grimace from the McDonald's commercials? (laughs) Call us down here at the World Adrenaline Wrestling, where we're going to set you up with an assailant. (laughs) Assailant of your choice. He He can dress up in whatever costume you want, or he can come as a surprise. You'll pick from a range of hours for him to come at an unspecified time. Will he be weaponized? It's possible. (laughs) I think that's just something you need to be prepared for if it happens. Anywho, do you want to feel like a man again? Do you want your children and your wife to respect you? Call us down at World Adrenaline Wrestling, and we'll send somebody that looks like Kramer from Seinfeld to fight you. (laughs) You'll regain your masculinity in no time. Give us a call. Do you have three months in the summers free and you're really into oil? (laughs) If so, come on down to Bargentina. (laughs) The Bargentina sets sail from the ports of Miami. (laughs) We We sail all the way down to South America and dock in Argentina. 
where we get our name from. <laughs> Together with a group of ragtag but lovable ruffians, we'll spend time scampering around Argentina with garden hoses, siphoning fuel from vehicles. At night, we'll scamper back to the barge and have group sing-alongs. It's like summer camp, but in South America. <laughs> if that sounds like something you're interested in and you've got money to pay, send it our way and we'll book you a first-class ticket to South America on the USS Bargentina. This episode is brought to you by Howlin' Hosiery Haven. Do you think tube socks are too short? Do you like the red-headed Wendy's girl a little too much? Are you kind of into wolves? Well, come down to Howlin' Hosiery Haven. We are located in a place where white people say, don't go there after dark. You'll come in. The lights will be dim, so it's hard to see <laughs> what's happening. When you enter the store, you will be greeted with the smell of manure and mildew as you shop for your very long tube socks and your very coarse and sparse horsehair windy wigs. <laughs> Meet Alan, the owner and operator. He has daddy issues. <laughs> and he might hire you on the spot for not very much money. Look around. Those aren't really wolves. <laughs> Those are poorly paid teenagers in in shower rugs pretending to be wolves. Watch out. They will bite. Buy some wigs. Buy some long tube socks. Experience Howlin' Hosiery Haven. Are you tired of seeing the same old restaurants in every town? Seems like everywhere you go, you see the same four or five restaurants over and over and over again. Well, change that up. Come on down to a chain restaurant. It's nothing like you've ever seen before. Let me promise you that. We got people tied up everywhere. <laughs> people are just... Our wait staff? Prisoners? How cool is that? <laughs> um, you ever been waited on by somebody that... Uh, maybe they didn't learn to read. <laughs> Maybe they didn't. Maybe they've been serving time since they were uh, 14, 15. Um, that's cool, right? What if you fought that person to near death? And then if you lost, oh, maybe now you're chained up. Uh, how fun does that sound, right? It, yeah, exactly. Come down <laughs> here. Come come here. I need help. All right. <laughs> I need to switch places with you. <laughs> Come down. I'll, I'll slip a shiv into your knife, into your napkin. <laughs> yeah, chain restaurant. Good food, great service. Are you Zach? Well, I've got a restaurant for you. <laughs> a job. <laughs> a job. <laughs> and five other jobs. <laughs> I've got... I've got a restaurant and some jobs for you. <laughs> Come on down to Five Guys, where you can get maybe get food. <laughs> you can get a shave. Um, you can burn your hands, and you can get. 
I don't know what the cook does really. <laughs> he cooks food, I guess. Um, then Zach can come on down um, and do all that, like a weird gremlin man. So, this message is only for Zach. <laughs> seems odd to put it out on the podcast, but <laughs> I think it's necessary. <laughs> this episode's brought to you by Surrogate Away. Is life beating you down? Is your job lame and boring and you, you wish you could get away? Well, here at Surrogate Away, we will send you an unqualified <laughs> individual that has no idea how to do your job to take your place. You can leave. <laughs> Let him just bumble around at your desk <laughs> as you live it up on a beach. Have a peace of mind as the surrogate that we send you is probably going to get you fired. <laughs> Call a surrogate. He, he can do anything for you. If you have a terminal illness, he'll take all the hardcore medications that you have to take so you can go out and live as peacefully as possible. Call Sir Getaway now. Wow, thank you to all the businesses that are supporting us. All the legitimate, legit, IRS knows all about these businesses. Publicly traded? (laughs) They file their taxes. (laughs) They certainly do. They, they, they... They're legit. Thank yeah. you to them all for supporting the question. The same legit money that they pay us. Yep. So legit. All taxed. <laughs> all taxed. But um, next, we're going to do what somebody will pay thousands of dollars to do, and that's go to therapy and pay some rich, academic, learned person to help them figure out the problems. Well, we don't need that because we're just as good as those. So we're going to be therapist so let's get on our tweed jackets let's go sit on the chase lounge and let's mess with somebody's mind All right, well, welcome to our very classy dark oak psychiatric office where we have a chase lounge, and Alan and I are actually are the therapists today in our tweed suits. Alan has very classy green alligator shoes. It doesn't really match the rest of it, but, like, I get it. You know, some things are just classy when you see them. <laughs> alligator skin meets that requirement. Yeah. You spent a lot of money on those. Like you came home to your wife and she was like, "What did you just buy?" And you're like, "These are five hundred dollars." Said, "Baby, we got Evan scheduled. He's <laughs> he's paying." And that brings it to Evan is the one over on the Chase Lounge, just looking vulnerable, I'm splayed out. No clothes, like no clothes on. Just a just a towel over his his nether regions. <laughs> Just vulnerable. Thank God it's so dimly lit in here. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm spread eagle. I'm letting everything <laughs> hang out. My emotions, physically, everything's hanging out right now. We paid a lot for the Chase Lounge, so I'm kind of worried about that at yeah, this point. Yeah, we should have put newspaper down. Yeah. 
he's a like he's a puppy. But let's let's get into it. Evan, uh, thank you for coming to therapy. I know it's difficult to be emotionally vulnerable and really work through all of the the heartache and hard times in your life that have made you who you are today. So, by the way, I'm Doctor Zach. You know, QD, PhD, MD. Mm. That's comforting. And my credentials also Alan, QD, PhD, MD. So you, as you can tell, we're very Those sound qualified. Like very real credentials. Yeah. <laughs> what brings you in today? Um, first off, I just want to let our listeners know it's okay to be vulnerable. Um, even titans like us have their weaknesses. Mm. Um, yes, we're perfect, but we also have imperfections. <laughs> <laughs> and my imperfections today are that I can't always tell the difference between my elbows and my knees. <laughs> mm. And it's really weighing me down. That's difficult, <laughs> yeah. Evan. Did yeah. you know that the Sudanese often walk on their hands for hours a day? Um, do you have any Sudanese in your background? I heard that earlier. Um, <laughs> I just learned that today. I don't. Um, okay. And you know, Zach, I think I could tell by looking at him he didn't have any Sudanese <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> in his background. <laughs> what gave it away? Um yeah, I I don't have any Sudanese background, but I do admire their strong wrists that they have to have to <laughs> mm. do their yeah and their confusing view of gravity. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think as we kick off this, as we do every time, what's your relationship with your father like? What would you consider the relationship between a chameleon and a fly to be? I would say predator and prey. Mm-hmm. Similar to that. Yeah, that now, sounds right. Now, Dr. Allen, do you maybe have a, maybe a breakdown of what he's going through when he describes his father relationship as a predator and prey? Yeah, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like your dad walks around the house with a thermal vision goggles on <laughs> and in a ghillie suit. That's extremely correct. No wonder you're so credentialed. <laughs> Oh, exactly. well, it is. It's not often we hit these things this spot on. Yeah. How did you know? So, Evan, why did your father walk around with thermal imaging goggles on? He's always on the hunt. <laughs> when you got someone threatening your dominance as a male in your house, you can't let that thing live anymore. So, as I grew from a young lad to a strong formidable uh, opponent for my father, like a silverback gorilla just rising up through the ranks mm. in mm. his harem. Do you have to defeat one member of your family at a time? He's like the final boss. I do. I had to go <laughs> brother to brother. And now it's just me and my father fighting for ultimate dominance in our household. Who can eat that last Twinkie? Yeah. A literal Twinkie? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not a euphemism. Good to know. Uh, so uh, very competitive relationship with your father so what you know maybe what about your mother what about what, what was your relationship like with your your mother i wouldn't say there was one again my father tried to kind of keep me sheltered away from the rest of the family as much as he could because he saw even from a young age just you how just <laughs> a threat <laughs> you fell out of your mom with a just a firm butt um <laughs> and he knew that my quads were just going to be powerful. Yeah. Yeah. So he saw it from a young age. He was like, that guy's got a, a firm but athletic butt. <laughs> so, round. Yeah, just round. So, Dr. Allen, do you have any... <laughs> have you made a connection 
on maybe why he is confused between his elbows and knees based off his relationship with his parents? I have it. I have it. This is a this is a confusing one. So while Evan's been unpacking this here, I've been just pouring over textbooks. Just, yeah. just <laughs> by candlelight. Yeah, by by candlelight. I've got one candle. And we as you have can see, it, well, we've got him. <laughs> We got him turned them off. Um, Evans Evans bill hasn't come through yet. So yeah, okay, we need okay. to. We'll need once once uh, once we get his payment, then we'll be able to turn back on the lights. But I am running through textbooks here, just and I'm unable to find anything specific. Well, maybe we haven't gotten down to it. Let's. You keep pouring over text. Yeah, and while you're doing that, I know you're talking about the lights being. Out. Can we work on the air conditioner next? Because under this bed sheet, I am just. Absolutely. Oh yeah, you can take this. off the thirty-four quilts you have on, okay, on top of you. <laughs> Jesus, you look like you're dying of the common cold in eighteen hundreds. <laughs> the it way is. you walked in, we thought you were an eighty-seven-year-old woman and needed to be bundled up at all times. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My butt's sticking to the mattress here, <laughs> so the firm one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As my father would say. I guess going back to the kneecap elbow issue, can you give me sort of your background to the uh, classic song "Head, Shoulders, Knees, and Toes"? Go ahead, go mm-hmm. go yeah. ahead and sing it for us real quick. Kind of go through the motions. Let's see. Let's see maybe what yeah, happens let me here. See if I can see if I can walk through that. So we go head, shoulders, elbows, toes. Oh, oh. oh. No. wait. Jot that down. Jot that down. <laughs> Wait, let me uh, give me another chance. Give yeah, another you got chance. another chance. Okay, take your time. Head, shoulders, uh, elbows, knees. No. Oh, yeah. Take your time, Gordon. Okay. okay. Noted. Jesus. Don't don't be nervous. We're not jotting anything important <laughs> down over here. Every time he tells me to jot, I just write milk question mark. Okay. <laughs> Is this your grocery list? <laughs> okay, good. Good thing. One, one more time. One, one more time. time. One more time. I got it this time, I promise, I promise. Head, shoulders, toes? He just skipped wow. it. He skipped yeah. that one completely. He just skipped all the way down to the bottom yeah. of the body. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Was there supposed to be something in between there? Yeah, I, you know. Yeah, so with the title of the song, I think is Head, Shoulders, and Knees, and Toes. Which I, if I remember correctly, we went over before. We did. We literally said, give you the title, yeah. You can see where I messed that up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we okay. can definitely see You yeah. can see there's yeah. a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of on you guys. Where did the elbows come into all that? <laughs> where, why are you guys talking about elbows now? Have you ever been to a locally owned business, No Cap Kneecaps? <laughs> I've heard great things. <laughs> Let me just preface this. I've heard great things. I would say maybe if I can give reviews. you a little bit of advice, maybe spend nine to ten hours <laughs> in the storefront. Okay. You thought, but you got confused with mm-hmm. no cap kneecaps. You thought it was called this L blows. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was this L blows because you confused it. Yeah. Mm. Well, there that's a different store and. So I was trying to go to No Cap Kneecaps to try to get just a frame photograph of my favorite presidential leader, John Quincy Adams. Sure. Yeah. Because um, I heard they had them in stock. I was trying to get they them, have them for Christmas. Stock. Yeah, I was trying to get them for Christmas when they had just selling like hotcakes. Um, so I went down there thinking I was going to get John Quincy Adams kneecaps. Boy, I tell you, I showed up at Elblows, this Elblows, oh, and I said, give me the kneecaps. They said, boy, what are you talking about? <laughs> I said, you know, the kneecaps. They go right there on your arms? And they said, no, boy. I don't know why they talked really to me. Really condescending, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> why they talked to me like an 1800s servant. But yeah. No, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I 
But yeah, they uh, kind of kicked me and then said they I was in the, in the wrong elbows. place. Yeah. Down there in the elbows. <laughs> they said, you want to be at no cap kneecaps. And I did the whole, oh boy, am I just another. Mm. That's why I came to you guys. That was the last straw. That was the last wow. straw. You, you knew you had. Well, I knew I had that, a problem. Well, that's good insight. I'm not really sure. <laughs> What in your background has made you mix this up? You know, I, I'm going to write down, maybe we should do what the rest of the medical community does and just throw some medication his way. Uh-huh. Just get him really high. <laughs> <laughs> just see what each drug does to him. <laughs> I would say he's already broken. Yeah, I'm just going to write down retarded question mark. <laughs> mm-hmm. Unsolvable. <laughs> completely broken. (laughs) I think we're just going to give you some, just a bunch of pills and not even an organized container. See, I'm going to go, I've got this little baggie of of pills. This is a Ziploc bag and it's just got a lot of different colorful things in there for you. I would say mix and match. (laughs) Just find what feels right to you. Eat them like jelly beans. Yeah. Okay. What if I say I take one or two of these mismatched colors and then I wake up the next morning and I can't remember which ones I just took because I can't remember the entire night before. Mm. Um, and I woke up in a deadly sweat. That's the fun thing is it doesn't matter. Okay. You wake up in a, a, a gross, nasty sweat. Just take some more. It fixes that. <laughs> I think what what it what it does is is while you may have not remembered the night before, that wasn't time that you remember spending mm. being confused about kneecaps and elbows. Yeah, and we You're think right. if you don't re- if you are not cognizant of your issue, you don't have an issue. That's why if you take enough of these, you will die. <laughs> <laughs> and really, if you want to escape your issues, death is the best way. Mm-hmm. Very final. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thanks, guys. This is why I come to y'all. This is. The best. Let's all shake hands. <laughs> this is a successful, <laughs> successful. Dr. Allen, thank you. I think we could light another candle. Yeah. <laughs> it looks like we're celebrating Hanukkah in here. The, <laughs> the listeners can't see, but Dr. Allen and I are shaking each other's hands while touching each other's elbows. Uh-huh. But but Evan thinks it's our knees. <laughs> yeah. But we're like shaking and touching elbows as we, you know. It's also uh, probably confusing, Evan, that we are both touching knees as well. <laughs> <laughs> it we look like an origami piece of paper to him, just mixed up. We look like two ice skaters just <laughs> doing ice dancing. But we're not. We're just shaking hands. It's very magnificent to behold. Oh, but do you feel better? Go and take a pill. Yeah, that say, once I get a couple of these down, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, go and take yeah. a pill. I think that was Ooh. a skittle. Oh. <laughs> There's a couple in there for treats. Ooh, piece of candy. <laughs> All right, well, you can leave now. Okay. Leave your payment with a secretary. <laughs> take your pills. <laughs> the bowl of pills. I don't want to seem like we're pushing them, but you should really take those pills. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Add milk. Eat them with a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, I'm glad we could help you feel better, Evan. Another successful QD and therapy. Really, and really, it makes Alan and I feel mm-hmm. better to help you. Yeah. Uh, but as tradition, do you all want to give a one-liner wisdom? Yeah. I always say... If the pill's not hard to get down, then it's not worth taking. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know mm. what I mean? You're, he's literally eating just pill by yeah. pill right now. And they are rough to get down. <laughs> just Absolutely. dry, no water. Shredding my esophagus. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Alan. One-liner wisdom for the mm. Saturday workers. If you're on a road trip 
and you can't stop and go to the bathroom, always go with the bottle, not the can. It's spoken from experience. That's wisdom from that failures. Is, that, let my failures be aid to you. <laughs> Good wisdoms. Um, <laughs> well, all right. If y'all want a hypothetical to be answered, do you need advice? I mean, you just saw the advice we gave to Evan in this episode. If you need a bunch of facts for a subject, we, we got you. Questionable Detour Podcast at gmail.com. Write in, use that, and connect with us. Tell your friends about us. Let them in on the psyche, your psyche. But uh, y'all want to be done? Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, table, table for one, please. Hold on, sugar. You got to wait a minute. There's nobody else in here. What are you doing? <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is just a room. I mid drag on a cigarette. Hold on. <laughs> You can't multi- you can't multitask. <laughs> you do-, <laughs> do I look like somebody who could do two things at once? <laughs> you you look like you've done two things at once. <laughs> this doesn't even take much effort, there, Tessa. <laughs> Just take me to the table. <laughs> All right, but no funny business. <laughs> Dude, a stand-up routine. I just want, I just want a mediocre steak. I'm working a quadruple. Expect the detour. 